We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friend. I am so very happy and so very honored you are choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. The president of Empower Radio, Brent Carey, and my producer, Remy, suggested that I take this opportunity to connect with you one-on-one. I recently had some glitches on a couple of shows and lost them. And then I had a couple of cancellations. And when strange things happen, I ask myself, my higher self, my soul self, what is it I'm supposed to know? What is it I'm trying to learn here? What is it the universe or life is trying to teach me or tell me? Is there something I need to be doing or course correcting or refining with? I look to the circumstances in my life to inform me and guide me as I deepen in my conversation and relationship with that something greater. And as Remy, Brent, and I considered what might be going on here, they suggested perhaps it was time for me to deepen in my relationship with you. So I said yes. It seemed a little scary at first, just me talking to you for 26 minutes, but I have since reframed my fear and now experience it as excitement. Years ago, when Brent first approached me about doing this show, my knee-jerk response was no. I was super scared. But as I sat with my fear, I realized I was saying no because I was being asked to stretch out of my comfort zone rather than saying no because it wasn't a fit. So it was about this discernment. Why am I saying no? So stretching out of my comfort zone, it was scary. It took courage. But I did put my toe in the water. And I was met with some grace and it ended up being a lot of fun. And now it seems the journey, journey to center and my experience with radio and you is shifting and transforming and expanding. And now I perceive what is going on as an opportunity to expand and connect deeper to my purpose, my soul self and to you. My intention with our time together is to imagine just you and me sitting together and having a conversation about the things that matter the most. And hopefully to share some stories and tools of some of the most helpful and important things I've learned as I've shifted from a life that was very challenging, painful and chaotic to a life that is now filled with grace, ease, joy, celebration and clarity. I learned a lot of what has helped me in classrooms as I got my formal education in psychology spiritual psychology, hypnotherapy, my degree in holistic life counseling and metaphysics. And much of what I've learned has been through trial and error and putting certain principles to work. Something I've done and would suggest to you is to cherry pick. Take what resonates for you. Take what seems to fit and work and make sense to you and just leave the rest. Be like a spiritual scientist. Experiment. Try things on. Play with the principles and then invite life and the universe to inform you and be your friend and teacher. So today I want to talk to you about a practice that initially rocked my world and completely transformed my life. And now this same practice gently keeps me right on track. 
It is the power and practice of surrender. So when I say surrender, what does that mean? And what are we surrendering to? For me, surrendering is about relaxing and aligning with the animating force of the universe. And I know that power to be love. The same energy that moves the planets around the sun and turns seeds into trees and flowers and food can take care of our lives if we let it. But we live on a planet of free will and choice. So we can do things on our own or we can invite this energy to partner with us, inform us, and guide us. I love this bumper sticker I saw years ago when I was kind of on the fence about surrendering. It said, if God is your co-pilot, switch seats. Took me a minute to figure that out, but now it makes complete sense and it is how I live my life. I found as I've invited God to sit in the pilot seat of my life, I'm able to relax and enjoy the journey. I'm able to perceive the God winks and the grace to experience the guidance. It's like each step is laid out before me with clarity. But before I started living from this posture and perspective, I was doing life on my own. And that's kind of how we're wired to really figure life out as a kid and as an adult, take that information those life lessons and just do things on your own. And it wasn't until life wasn't working that I invited this energy in. You've probably heard me say, God throws pebbles, stones, bricks, and then you get a brick wall. And Zen teachings tell us that pain is a universal great awakener. So it's often the brick wall and the intense pain that opens our minds and hearts to that conversation with the something greater, asking those really big questions like, what is going on here? What is the purpose of life? Why are things so challenging? What is it you want from me? Those are the big questions. So years ago, I was in a relationship that was very challenging. I got everything I thought I wanted. He was very well-known. He was very famous and rich. It was love at first sight from my perspective. So I embarked on this relationship with this very talented, brilliant man. And I adored him. The first year was really a lot of fun. It was amazing. It was, it was the life of my dreams. I felt so lucky and fortunate and blessed. But as time went on, it seemed we weren't really as compatible as I had initially thought relationship ended up being very challenging. And uh, by the third year of the relationship, I was in a lot of pain. It was very contorted. I was um, trying to be who I thought I needed to be to stay in the relationship and to be who he needed me to be. In other words, I kind of lost my way. In other words, I was no longer aligned with my soul self was no longer my authentic shape. I was very twisted. I was very um, confused. I was very far away from my soul self and from source. And so the farther we are away from our soul self and source, the more we suffer. 
the more we feel disconnected and confused, and the more we are in anguish and in pain. So we can either change and shift because we choose to or because we have to. And the brick wall and this relationship really was because I had to. I was suffering physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And so for the last year of the relationship, I was saying, God, please help me make this work. Please help me make this work. Please help me make this work. And it wasn't getting better. In fact, it was getting worse. And that made me feel like God wasn't on my side. It made me feel like he must not love me very much. I must not be worthy of what it is that I want. So finally, I had to change my prayer. I had struggled a lot with uh, physical challenges and health issues, and I had chronic fatigue, and I was sometimes sleeping 20 hours a day. So I was literally, it was debilitating, was incapacitated. I was not able to be creative or productive or fulfilled in any way. It was really, really a painful time in my life. So I finally said, God, okay, here's the deal. If I need to surrender this relationship for me to know me and me to know you, I give up because I just felt like I was close to death. So I surrendered, kicking and screaming, but I finally surrendered. And about a week later, my fiance found this other girl and started down the path in another relationship with her. And so now not only was I sick and confused, I was also broke because I hadn't worked or paid my own bills for three years. So now I was really, really in a pickle. So I kept the conversation going. I said, okay, God, here's the deal. If you want me to continue breathing in this body on planet earth, you need to guide me and direct me. You need to help me because I, I clearly can't do this on my own. And the next day, my neighbor asked me if I had considered going back to school. And she mentioned um, a school where they taught about the body, mind, spirit connection. And that was something that kind of sparked something in me. And it had been a long time since I felt that spark. So I decided to explore that. I leaned into it. A friend of mine said, I lean into things to see if God endorses them. So I leaned into this and it did feel like things were starting to open up. I felt this um, excitement and this inspiration that I hadn't felt in many, many years. So I stepped into it and I started studying some different healing modalities. I started studying massage and cranial sacral and polarity balancing. And as I was learning how to support others, I was also being healed in the process. I really see this period of time in my life kind of like going into the cocoon. And I didn't know what I was doing or why I was doing it. I was just taking each next step. But I feel like there was this creative intelligence that was holding my hand and guiding me, even though I felt alone. And I think that's always the case. I think we're always loved. I think we're always supported. It's just a matter of, can we relax? Can we believe? Can we receive this? So the cocoon days were a little challenging. They were very, they were very painful. I wanted to fly, but first I had to heal up. So I spent a lot of time in school 
studying the healing modalities and then eventually hypnotherapy and eventually psychology and spiritual psychology and things started to get more clear. And as all of this was happening, I was lining up more fully with my soul self and source. So no matter where you are in the process, if you're far away from your soul self or lined up, the power and practice of surrender can support us. What I see is, you know, my radio show is called Journey to Center. As we surrender, we can come back to center. From center, from this place of divine alignment and from being congruent in body, mind and spirit, life works in a much more clear, graceful, and easy way. It's when we step out of that alignment, when we step out of the eye of the storm, that we can start to be beat up by the hurricane or the weather or the flying cow or the trash can that's, you know, uh, in that, that vortex. So we want to come back to center. And for me, again, this really boils down to relaxing inviting the energy in. Meditation is so powerful as well. In meditation, we let go of the thoughts and the fear that comes from living in our mind and in ego. We relax. A lot of times people will say, well, Tammy, it's hard to meditate. Yeah, it can be hard to allow that monkey mind to relax for sure. What I do now in meditation was what I suggest is just imagine for just a little while. And if you can't do a half hour, do 20 minutes. If you can't do 20 minutes, do 10 minutes. If you can't do 10 minutes, do five minutes. One minute a day is better than nothing. And it can really support you and, and pay off in ways that are beyond miraculous. So what I do sometimes when I first started um, meditating, I would just imagine the energy in my mind dropping down and relaxing into my heart. Just imagine relaxing into this place and space in your heart and just receiving the love that is pouring down on you. Just imagine basking in affection and compassion just receiving that, sort of like being a sponge, just absorbing that love and affection that is moving the energies around the, the sun, the planets around the sun, and turning embryos into babies. It's on our side. And I do believe this energy that is love wants what's best for you. But we can't always know what that is. You know, I really thought I wanted this relationship to work, but it's sort of like if there's a hot pan on the stove and there's a child that wants that hot pan, you know, as the adult, that's not going to be good for you. That's not what's going to be for your highest and best learning and good. So it really does sometimes, I think, just trusting that the universe knows better than we do what is best for us. It's trusting that. It's having faith that we're adored, that we're supported, that we're protected and that we're guided. And as I look back on that young girl that really thought she wanted the fame and the fortune and, and this relationship, I have so much compassion for her because she had no idea how much better life could be. 
you know, as I was in that relationship, I asked God, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? Why can't you help me make this work? And I heard this voice so powerfully drop into my awareness. If you marry this man, you'll miss the relationship that I've sanctified for you. And I'd never before used the word sanctified. I thought I knew what it meant, but I wasn't sure. So I looked it up in the dictionary and it said to be blessed by God. And it hadn't occurred to me before that moment, before that meditation, before that conversation, that there was in fact a relationship for me that was blessed by God. And what I got so clearly was I couldn't marry him and then divorce him and and manifest this relationship. I had to trust. I had to relax. I had to surrender to that something greater and allow it to guide me, to partner with me. And it was really scary. You know, control is the master addiction. And I really felt like I needed to control my life. I needed to hold things together because if I didn't, they would completely fall apart. And in fact, it felt like they did for a while, but then things started to come back together in a way that was filled with so much synchronicity, so much grace, so much joy. I love the saying, for every step we take to God, he takes 10 to us. So as I opened to that relationship with the something greater, I was course corrected. And what I found was when I meditated and when I had those conversations with God, my life would work. And then when life was working, I would stop meditating. I would stop praying and I would just start running off and doing my thing again. And I would end up falling on my side and the wheels would be turning like a train going off the track. So what I found is to just be really diligent, to be committed, to be like a disciple, which is, uh, comes from the word discipline. And what that takes is really just, again, starting my day in a very conscious, aligned and empowered way spending a moment or two in that alignment, in that relationship. It's sort of like, you've probably heard the saying, praying is like talking to God. Meditation is like listening to God. And so often I think it's like people pick up the phone and they have that conversation with God and then they hang up the phone before they're really listening to what spirit and the universe and source has for us as a response, as an answer. So in my meditations, um, every day I start with a very simple practice. I center myself and I thank God for all the blessings in my life. I go through everything I'm grateful for. My health, my relationship, my friends, my creativity, the animals of the world. I really go through my process of gratitude. And then I receive the love that God has for me. I just like soak in it and I bask in it. And I imagine the angels brushing my hair and hugging me and, and um, otherworldly guides and God just loving me. And then I share that love. I ripple it out to my husband, my family, the community. I ripple it out to my state, the nation, the world, to my listeners, to my family, to my students, to my clients, to anybody and everybody that longs for love. I just imagine holding the planet and all of the people and animals in it 
just loving it and loving you. And then I consider my day and I set my intentions. I think about what I need to do for the day and I invite spirit in to work with me and through me. And then I ask if spirit has a message for me and I really sit in the silence and wait for the wisdom to bubble up from within. And sometimes I just see a smile and sometimes I do hear something that's helpful. I do download a, a simple word or a simple sentence that's always supportive and relevant. And then I ground myself and I put in my boundaries and I go about my day. This simple practice, yes, you can spend 20 minutes with it, but you could also spend five minutes with it. And if I don't have five, I do one or two. As long as I do this, I stay really in the center. I stay really aligned. And from that place, my life works. I am in the passenger seat. I see God wings and synchronicity. I see grace. I see joy. I see peace. You know, it was kind of funny. Um, a couple of weeks ago when I um, had found out my radio shows had been lost and I was trying to book some other radio shows, some other guests on my show, I sat down to get ready and I got a call from uh, the publicist saying, sorry, it's uh, not going to happen. And I started to have a panic attack because I didn't have a show for the next week. So I get in on, I get on the computer and I'm going to uh, write to my producer, Remy, and tell him that we don't have a show after all. And my computer seized up and it said that there was um, a virus, a malware virus, and to not shut it down. And if I did, then all of my information was going to be confiscated. Um, my All my passwords and my bank information. And I just started to break out in this cold sweat. I was like totally freaking out. So I couldn't get the computer to shut down. It was all grayed out. And I did. I ended up just like unplugging it from the wall. I just did, I did a hard reboot. And I, I was really scared. I didn't know if that was the right thing to do or not. So then I went, you know what? I need to surrender. And sometimes when we're the most frantic and fried and fritzed out, it's, it's the most challenging time to remember to surrender. But I've been doing this work a long time. So I'm like, I just need to calm down. I need to get back to center because it was really chaotic and painful. So I just closed my eyes and I set that intention to align and ask what my soul wanted to know or learn. How could I come back into um, alignment with source? And I just took a deep breath. And I felt God saying that everything was going to be okay and that he had a gift for me. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder what that means. And as I calmed down, I opened my eyes and right outside of my sliding glass door in my office was a deer. A beautiful young female deer just looking in my window at me. And I was just beyond astonished. It, it seemed so miraculous. That had never happened before. I've lived in this home for like three or four years. And I've seen them across the way, but I've never seen one in my yard. So I just sat here and looked at this deer. And I thought, what a beautiful gift. What a moment of grace. And I just went from one extreme to another within like a minute. And I do believe it was a God wink letting me know that surrender works. And just to remind myself 
to do it more and more frequently. You know, in the Bible, it says, pray without ceasing. For me, what that means is to live in this surrendered state, in this place of gratitude, more and more consistently, more and more of the time. And as I do, I don't go so far off course. Uh, it, it is living in this place of refined connection. So it's sort of, again, like, you know, when I mentioned God throws pebble stones, bricks, and you get a brick wall. The further we are away from our soul self, the bigger the wake-up call needs to be. Not that it has to be that way, but that tends to be how most human beings wake up. And now, today, I ask, is there anything you want me to know? Or was that a pebble? Did I feel a pebble? Because I don't want to step away from that alignment and connection. That relationship with something greater is the most important thing in my life. And I think it can be for you as well. So if you haven't surrendered lately, I would recommend it for sure. Because God is on your side and wants everything that is for your highest good. Everything you want comes from that connection and relationship with that something greater. And so just now, know that I'm sending you light and blessings of grace and ease. And I invite you to also open your mind and heart to receiving that, not just from me, but from your angels, guides, and God. And if you can, make a God box or a chest or something that you can put your problems in, your relationships in, your challenges in, anything and everything that you desire, put it in the God box, give it to God and allow him to give it back to you the way he would have you have it. Because what he has for you is so much better than you can ever imagine for yourself or create on your own. So God bless you. You're in my heart and prayers. Connect with me at TammyBPhD.com. I adore you and I'm so grateful for you. And I hope to connect with you again very soon. Take care of yourself. God bless you. Bye for now. 